Summer Skate Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures, with your choice of games as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf or go to topgolf.com. Summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Jets Pizza, with six different styles of pizza, eight different types of crust. To go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota, earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day. 50 years. Metro by T-Mobile. Go to Metro by T-Mobile to find your perfect plan, all of which come with the power of T-Mobile's 5G network. M-Drive. Our boost and burn is especially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Liberty University. Strengthen your faith and your game at liberty.edu. Koreans and Sweets. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. And by Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Award-winning barbecue for your next catered event, concert at Allegiant Stadium, or at the restaurant at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it is analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Denver, Colorado. Paul Hornstein with me from beautiful Long Island, New York. And, um, Paul, we have uh, all kinds of analytics tonight. We have all kinds of eyeballs tonight because we're talking three major junior hockey tournaments in the summertime, you absolutely have to be loving this because with the NHL Network, you're going to see so much hockey. Uh, it's going to be, feel like you're back in the pod again. Well, we like the pod. Uh, we like the pod a lot, and we want that to come back. We know that Michael would not be too happy about that, but uh, neither know, would neither would a lot of the teams. I'm afraid, but yeah. Well, what do they know? That. Um, it's not about them. Um, <laughs> Oh, you know, it's, um, oh, his honesty just just overfills the mug. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's about me. That's you know, it is what it is. You know, I love I mean, it. Uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. And if people don't like it, well, you know, I can't help that. It's just the way it is. So, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I was thinking tonight. I, I was working on guests, and of course, everybody had other plans. It's summertime. Right. And and they were thinking they were going to do other things tonight except visit with us. And after such a great show last night with Leanne Blinn, the strength and conditioning coach from Arizona State, I thought, what should we do for analytics and eyeballs tonight? And then guess what? Lo and behold, USA Hockey popped up and it said um, the Holinka Gretzky Cup coming up here starting um, the 31st, I believe, uh, now, 29th, actually, of July and uh, in Red Deer, Alberta. That will be followed by 
the uh, Five Nations Tournament, which will be played the under-17s, uh, will be played right here in Colorado Springs. Right. And that will be followed by the World Junior almost simultaneously uh, in Edmonton and Red Deer since they weren't able to play their tournament last uh, December and January. So I thought, you know what, analytics and eyeballs, that's plenty of numbers. That's plenty of eyeballs. Let's, uh, let's dig into this a little bit. I know we don't know a lot about the players, perhaps, on the uh, Holink Gretzky and the Five Nations, but we do know the schedule. We do know uh, some some of the coaches. We do know some of that stuff. So let's talk about that first. Let's start with Holinky, Holinka Gretzky Cup. Well, here's what I find about – here's what I uh, – the, the thing that caught my eye first. Uh, this is a tournament that has uh, been named and renamed – uh, a whole bunch of times um, since it started back in 1991. It was actually first played in Japan and called the Phoenix Cup. Nice. Nice. Right? They played the first three years. Actually, four of the first five years they played this in Japan. Okay. Nice. I um, like that. Good yeah. research. Good um, research. Well, it's it's on the website. It's not like I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> it's not like I'm doing this deep computer dive here. Um, let let me tell everybody though. I told you about two hours ago. I said start doing your research. This is what we're talking about tonight. So nice work. Yeah, I love that heads up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and here is probably. I I'm gonna. Um, in those first five years, it was played four times in Japan uh, under two different names. The one year it was not played in Japan was in 1994 in those first five years. I'll let you take a few guesses as to what country that tournament was held in. Um, Canada? <clears throat> USA? <clears throat> Korea. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Three strikes. I'm out. Also, Mexico. Coming up. <laughs> Mexico. Mexico. Nice. Unless the USA Hockey website is wrong. Uh, nice. It was played in Mexico. Uh, uh, that's. I, I, I find that completely fascinating. I, I probably. It is. I it probably is. should look more into that, but. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. You were looking uh, under the Holinka Gretzky Cup history, I bet. I don't know what the heck. Well, yeah, but I, I don't know what <laughs> to, to. I mean, like I said, 1990. I mean, this is, like I said, way back in 1994. I mean, that's just nuts. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I'm, and it just, I, I just, I, and and I, like I said, I know I probably should look this up more, but because I didn't actually believe it when I first saw it. So, I mean, I, I'm sure there's something here. Um, it was only four teams: the U.S., Canada, Japan, and and, and Russia. Didn't play a whole lot of games. Um, they basically played three games or four games 
but just the fact that they had it there, I, I that's just, um, it just stunning to me. I mean, or maybe they played a few more. I don't know. They played a few more games. It looks like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, I'm not the best at, at computer research, so to speak. Um, but I'm just, it is, um, wild that it was played there. And I'm, you know, this was, I'm sure that it's computerized and digitized and, uh, put up there somewhere, but, um, I may, I may have to do a deeper dive into this if I have any free time this summer as I have to stock a dorm room and <laughs> um, I can't imagine there's anything left that I haven't gotten, but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure they'll find something. Uh, um, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, they, you know, uh, they've played it mostly in the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Right. Uh, this tournament. Um, the U.S. has had mixed success, as you would expect. Uh, Canada. Yeah, I mean, it's all the usual suspects that win, right? Um, you expect the Russians have won the last two. Not even. I assume they're. I haven't looked at the schedule. I think they're in this one, too. Are they? Uh, there's, a, there's a roster. Um Oh, that's the under five. Yeah, I got so many links up right here right now trying to figure out. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'll, 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 I'll pull um, up here in a minute. Well, I'm sure I'll get the, the schedule well. in a second. Um, yeah, it's uh, – um, I, I have the USA schedule, so, right. and um, they're not playing the Russians, so I don't know if the Russians are in another league or if they're not invited uh, with the current political status, but it wouldn't surprise me either way, Paul. Canada has basically dominated this tournament oh, I mean, yeah. since 1996. Um, U.S. has won once. The Czech Republic has won once. Uh, Sweden has won once. And Russia has won the last two. Um, so, uh, you know, it has definitely been a one-sided tournament in, in, since, it, since it began. Um in terms of uh, the schedule, uh, it's got to be. I'm sure there's a second divi- a, a, a second grouping because the U.S. is playing Slovakia, Germany, Finland, and Czechia uh, in the first rounds. Uh, right. The good thing about the good thing about those is starting not this Friday, but next Friday, U.S. games will all be on the NHL Network. Right. So that's good. And, and they'll all be at, uh, you know, Eastern time. I, I see they have local and Eastern because I was told by somebody once that uh, Eastern time is really the standard for the world. Uh, it's not the standard <laughs> for the world, but everybody knows it. Everybody uh, knows it. Okay, so you don't anyway. have to sit there. And if you tell somebody something starts at X p.m. Eastern time, their head automatically goes into okay. What time is that here? Mode. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. I love okay, it. so whether we, you know, we, you know, that is, that, you and know, of that's course, just their the heads would not do that if you told them Central or Mountain or Pacific. No, it wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to figure that out. Well, it, it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as automatic. Okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, the uh, 
this is the under 18s, which of course, uh, after the under 18s comes the world junior team. Uh, so these guys are pretty darn close to uh, world junior uh, caliber players. Certainly the Canadians, when you look at a guy uh, like Connor Bedard, uh, who was making the world juniors at 16, probably could have made it at 15. Um, so when we look at this, um, there's a lot of talent there. Some of these guys have already committed to universities, including um, some NCHC ones. We'll get into that in a minute. But as I said, this tournament starts July 29th and championship game will be played Saturday, August 6th. Um, we know the one bracket with USA. I'm sure we could find the other one. Yeah, the well, other is obviously the other that's is Canada, Russia, Finland, Czechia, Switzerland. Okay, so there is a Russian team. Um, but I don't see. Well, let's see here. Let's. I, I don't see Canada listed anywhere. That doesn't make any sense. That's their tournament. It doesn't make any sense at all. No, it certainly doesn't. They have to be in there because that's this is their turn. Well, let's see. Hi, hold on a second here. I'm just trying to under 17. No, that's the ropes and arena stuff. Uh, that's the roster. I don't need the roster twice. <laughs> While you're doing that, I will tell everybody that uh, we have some connections, which is kind of fun. A friend of the program, Matt Curley. Um, will be uh, one of the assistant coaches. Of course, Matt was up at uh, Alaska Anchorage and then came back down to Des Moines and uh, is coaching the Buccaneers in the USHL right now, a Madrid, New York native. Um, so it, it's nice, and hopefully we'll get a chance to visit with Matt. Uh, I'm shooting for trying to get him on next week or, or maybe Sunday before they depart and uh, see if we can't visit with him a little bit about that. Um, so that's that's that. Uh, if we go to the roster uh, real quick, I know you've been on the roster for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk about some of these guys that are going to be playing. They have three goaltenders. It's a 24-man roster, basically. Three goaltenders, eight defensemen, 13 forwards. Um, what jumps out at you right away uh, are all of the defensemen are commits to major universities, including uh, Western Michigan University, Minnesota Duluth, and UNO and Omaha, uh, all have uh, commits on the defensive end. Are you surprised that the defensemen are all committed, but there are only, what, about six forwards that are committed right now, Paul? Um, am I surprised? Yeah. I'm a little more surprised at the lack of college commits for goaltenders. <laughs> yeah, me too. None of them are committed. None of the three. Okay. And they're um, Now, I, I now this. I mean, I'd have to let uh, this would be obviously a reach, as I don't know. But um, when I sit here and you look at the goalies. Um, there is a name that pops out at you, but it has nothing to do with anybody that's playing today. Um, and the the webpage, the, the roster lists one hometown, and when you click on the name, uh, the, the... Who would that be, Paul? <laughs> the goalie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the goalie is a gentleman or, or a young man named Calvin Vachon. 
Yeah. Um, and when you look at Mary's, by the way. Yeah, but when you look at his, at, when you click on his bio, it says hometown, Redondo Beach, California, youth hockey, Los Angeles Junior Kings, youth hockey, Los Angeles Junior Kings. Um, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, it, it, it can't be a coincidence, right? I mean, that the kid is from California. No. And Rogi Vashon. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite goalies played for the Kings forever, and this kid and now is probably says, retired up in Hamilton, Montana. Well, I don't know. I'm just it just does that it, surprise you because that's where Jake Sanderson came from, Montana. Uh, no, listen. We know that the hockey players are retired all over the place. Okay, we know that that especially. In the quote-unquote non-traditional markets, where you know, say for example, uh, where I went to school for seven years. Well, yeah, they, until they kicked me out. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, we know that those kids down there get in in a lot of play, you know, in a lot of different former NHL players who retired there and they get the coaching there. Um, I, I mean, it's, it, if I don't know if I would have noticed the kid's name if he wasn't a goalie. Right. I don't know. Uh, you probably would have, if you'd have looked a little closer, but that's like I said, um, they're using two high school goalies. Well, and I guess Shattuck St. Mary's is a high school goalie too, but um, you know, I, I I don't know anything about Plymouth, Minnesota. I'm sure you do. I certainly do. Um, and we we obviously uh, are all familiar with Warroad, right? The Warriors, Eddie? right, Eddie? We're we're all very Ho- familiar. Hockey Town, USA, officially. Um, you, well, I, I guess you can. You'd have to argue with Detroit well, on that. But if you look at at uh, um, Calvin's uh, bio and you look at his lifestyle questions, uh, one person you'd like to meet, Jonathan Quick. Celebrity you'd like to have dinner with, Jonathan Quick. I think he's a Quick fan. Uh, NHL team you followed most growing up, Los Angeles Kings. NHL player style you'd like to replicate, Jonathan Quick. Do you like <laughs> Jonathan Quick at all? Eh, maybe. <laughs> But here's the best part, Paul. His favorite vacation spot. Yeah, see that. St. Louis, Missouri. That's, <laughs> that is. Um, oh, uh, Rick Zombo, what have you done to this kid already? Well, hey, Rick, if you want to know, if you're, if you're, if you're looking, Rick, there you go. You can spend four years in his favorite vacation spot, right? Yeah, he, he might be pretty good too, by the way. Uh, you know, he might be very good, by the way. Might have um, some pedigree. Yeah, exactly. You know, so the three goaltenders, all Minnesotans, where they're playing their quote. No, 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 no. They're not. Uh, no. Why is that? World and Shattuck. Where am I missing? That's two. Where's um, the third? Which one are we missing? I, I think we've been talking about the Californian. I said where they're playing their high school hockey. 
Uh, is in Minnesota. Warroad's in Minnesota. Uh, and Brian, I didn't in hear you Minnesota. say high school, but oh, yeah, don't I know. get... You weren't don't paying get... attention. No, not... I never pay attention to you. I know. Why That's would I do normal. that? Anyway, so I'm not surprised that the defensemen have signed because I think that they look... That the college coaches look for defensemen first and foremost because if you can find sure. a good defenseman and lock them up, you feel pretty good. So I think uh, there's no surprise in the fact that all eight of these defensemen are committed to Omaha, Harvard, UMD. Uh, by the way, nice job, Scotty Sandel, and getting one out of uh, Hermantown, which is like a stone's throw from UMD. Um, Vermont, Boston U, Western Michigan, another Harvard. And North Dakota, of course, had to dig in there and grab somebody. Um, but then when you look at the forwards. Wait, wait, wait. There is a Long Island kid there. Well, I don't know. I missed that part. Uh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I- I'm sure. There's that... three New Yorkers, by the way. Yeah, but Orchard Park is Buffalo. That doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Um, and Clarence Center is, is kind of also the Buffalo area. Okay. Okay, but uh, Mr. Hagen's there, the young man, Michael Hagen's, uh, he's from Hopog. That's about 10 minutes from my house. Okay. Is that... Maybe uh, 15. Is that closer to the water where the sharks are, or... No, no, they're... No, where the sharks were, (laughs) were literally five minutes from my house. Oh, I love it. That is, when when I go... To most of the most of the time when I go to beaches, that's the one I go to where the sharks were. I love it, absolutely so. love it. Okay, and the forward forward group as I was talking, but I think they take a little bit longer to develop, and I think coaches are a little more hesitant to take a a commit um, that young as a forward unless they're just a superstar. And one of them I think is a superstar in the making is a guy named Cooper Pearson. Who, uh, well, of course, you're going to get the pom-poms Denver. out. Get the pom-poms out. Let's go. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Let's go. Uh, Shattuck St. Mary's, they don't miss. They don't miss much at Shattuck St. Mary's. And uh, I'll tell you, the scouting staff at uh, at Denver does a fantastic job of getting out there and finding these guys. So there's a reason why they locked him up early. Um, so that kind of breaks down the – that group it's going to be a fun group to watch as you mentioned already they're on the nhl network um for the the usa games anyway which will be fun especially in uh, late july early august right oh yeah absolutely that's when you want them. okay so let's do this let's take a quick break and let's come back and let's break down the uh five nations which will be going on that's the under 17s so 15 16 year olds That'll be competing in that right down the street from me, about 40 minutes in awesome. uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, it'll be exciting, and uh, we'll get into that in just a minute or two. Okay.
At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. The point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, this is Analytics and Eyeballs. It's our Monday night staple. It's where we talk uh, numbers, and we see what our eyeballs see in comparison to the numbers. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Denver, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein on Long Island, New York. He told me, folks, uh, when we started this show, he said, I'm not doing three nights in a row. Guess what? He's doing three nights in a row. Yeah, well, Love it. Love got, it. Love the you, devotion. Love the devotion. Well, let's, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's work on that. Okay. We're going to work on that, he says. Anyway, we got into the under-18s. Now it's time to talk under-17s and the athletics. Under-17 Five Nations Tournament coming to Colorado Springs. Uh, this is set for August 9th to the 13th at that beautiful new Robeson Arena on the campus of Colorado College. It uh, th- This one, Paul, is one of my favorites. I know that the, uh, the Helenka Gretzky is a good one as well, but, man, you want to talk about guys that really develop? Look at the 15 and 16-year-olds that are going to be playing in this tournament. Um, you, you look at the names and you go, I don't recognize them. You will. You will very soon. Because these are the guys that are really starting to take shape. Um, their, their bodies are, are starting to fill out. They're starting to, to feel um, their athletic ability, their hockey ability, their hockey sense. And uh, to me, this is just going to be a fantastic tournament as well. You're going to have to go to Hockey TV if you want to watch it because it will not be on the NHL Network. But it gets underway Tuesday, August 9th. goes all the way till Saturday, August 13th. I will be down there a majority of the time uh, keeping track of what's going on. Five Nations, Paul, do you know who they are? Um, actually, um, 
kind of I do. Um, USA. First of all, I don't Germany. have hockey TV. Just let's just say that. So Slovakia. Right. Switzerland. Right. Czechia. Right. And this has been a go. U.S. dominated tournament. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. And, and the beauty is. of this, this just tells you, Paul, where USA hockey has come. Um, now they're producing high quality 16 and 15 and 16 year olds. We know about their under 17s or their under 18s. We know about their world juniors. We just saw the NHL draft. We saw a bunch of Americans be selected uh, high up in the draft. Uh, some of them made the uh, opportunity um, a career and signed their uh, entry-level deals. Some of them will choose to go back to college or their junior team. Um, but I think the overall growth, and this is where it really starts to me, so I'm thrilled that it's going to be right here in Colorado Springs, and I think the Ed Robeson Arena will do a fantastic job of, of uh, putting on the tournament. Your uh, thoughts? I'm sure they will. Um you know, I'm sure that uh, Coach Stewart and Coach Menino will be there for every bit of it, making their presence felt with authority. Um, Here, here's a question. Will Menino have on Colorado College gear, or will he have NCHC stuff that he's robbed from Michael's closet? Um Menino, you Robbed know I'm is, coming down there for you. So Robbed is – that's an ugly word. <laughs> I, I prefer selected. Oh, selected. Okay. Yes, Peter, I prefer selected. Peter, if you're listening, Paul says selected, but I'll be with you to go select some things maybe uh, during that week in Colorado. No, that's Spring, not a shock. Anyway. That's not. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, like, listen, now you're talking about uh, kids that, you know, it's hard enough for me to keep track of the teams we cover. Um, <laughs> but this is where you sit here and you're like, okay, one, uh, you look at the, 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 the amateur teams they're playing on. I mean, you get the usual names, right? Shad right. St. Mary's, Mount St. Charles, uh, your buddies up there in Eddyville and Warroad, um, you know, Thayer Academy, Chicago Mission, uh, North Jersey Avalanche. Uh, you know, those, those are some of the youth teams that are kind of on the more well-known side. A couple that um, jump out at me, though, Paul, and I thought this was cool. Mark Swanson, hometown Anchorage, Alaska, his team, Alaska. Yeah, you got to like that, right? Well, I like it when you see those unusual places, I, you know. How about um, uh, Chase Stefanik from Yorba Linda, California, playing at yeah, Mount St. Charles? We love that. You got a player from Georgia on this team. Yeah, you, you know those are those those are the. I, don't, I hate the, the 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 ways that you kind of know how the game has grown over the years. Um, it's no longer just Massachusetts and Minnesota, where all these players come from. They might have to go there for the youth programs because that infrastructure has been there for so long and is so well developed. But uh, where the players are from is is much different than it used to be. And you still of course, have your, go ahead. You still have your you know your your fair share of uh, 
Massachusetts players and Minnesota players. Um, but it's it's much more mixed now than it ever than it ever has been. Yeah, absolutely. When you look at the coaching staff, Dan Jablonik uh, is the head coach. Uh, but then Nick Oliver, a uh, friend of the show as well, and we'll try to get Nick yeah. on and get his thoughts. Um, Tim Serratore is going to be the video coach, uh, the, one of the twin sons of Frank Serratore. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, you well, mentioned Rich Hansen, uh, the son of former NHLer Rich Hansen is the GM, right? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so. Kevin Maragucci, Maragucci is uh, the athletic trainer from Rayton, Colorado Springs, Colorado. So a uh, lot of ties for assume... us on this tournament as well. Well, let's see. Is uh, is he? Uh, well, it, yeah, we mentioned his name the other day, right? Didn't we? Kevin? No. Uh, yeah. Or maybe not. No. I don't know. Maybe he looks. We probably like, should have. We probably. We should probably have. should have. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he'll he'll be there as the athletic trainer, which uh, is always fun. Um, yeah. The more local guys you can get involved as far as local to us, I, I find that kind of entertaining. Um, so we'll see if we can get some of them on the uh, the podcast, leaving up. To that event, of course, that starts on the 9th of uh, August and goes to the 13th. The other interesting thing about this, Paul, is two goaltenders, six defensemen, 12 forwards. That's 20 players, not 24. Like yeah, that's the Holinka Gretzky Cup. Well, uh, I find that curious only in the fact that um, this is going to be played at altitude. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now, I don't know if there are limits by IIHF rules to this there has to I be. don't know there has to be because if there wasn't there would be uh, there would be 24 I'm sure um, but you know you can uh, you can still get tickets obviously there'll be tickets available through Ticketmaster um, to get down there any one of the days they're still available on all of them um, get out support some great uh, young players and future NHLers dare I say future college players do I say uh, as, I, let's let's go there first. I mean, okay. Let's 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 not get crazy with the future NHL players here. <laughs> um, you know, hopefully, he always keeps me in check, folks. He always keeps me in check. You know, I mean, these are 2006 birth years. I don't know what does that mean. These guys are. I mean, they're younger than Charlie now, which is making me. Well, nuts. they're 15 and 16 year olds. They're under 17. Yeah, but that it just yeah, but it just hit me now as I'm looking at it. <laughs> These guys got three or four years before they play college hockey, right? At least because a lot of them will play uh, well, other places the, before they. Step well, that's on why I say three to four years because, you know, if these kids are 16 years old, ish, you know, they'll play, you know, through junior hockey until they're 19 or 20. So that's three or four years. And by then you'll have all the COVID stuff out of the way. Yep. Most likely. Yep. Um, Unless we get a return, but I don't think so. Yeah. Well, that's another show, another topic, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I'm sure these are the kids that are now just starting to get recruited. Yep. It'll be a huge, like I said before, it'll be a huge time of uh, their life because 15 and 16 is where you really develop that the next step for those USA players would be, I want to make the uh, NDTP. I want to be on the national team. 
as a 17 and an 18 year old. Uh, then I want to make a world junior. Then I want to get a college scholarship. Then I want somewhere in that area want to be drafted. Um, that's what they look at. And this is where it all formulates. So you'll get a really good feel uh, by watching these guys play who the next superstar is. Remember, uh, you know, about a year and a half ago when I was at the under 18s and I kept telling you about this kid, Connor Bedard, he was just phenomenal for Canada. Um, and that was a year and a half ago. He's still not even draft eligible, Paul. <laughs> and that's yeah, how good well. he was at that age playing under 18s. So you'll, you'll find maybe not another one of him, but you'll find some really good players. Well, yeah, see, now, you, now, you, now, now you are going way off the charts. Way off well, I'm the just charts. saying you'll find some really good players. Yeah. There's some uh, very talented yeah. players there. You won't find another Connor Bedard, I don't believe, because I think there's only one of them. Yeah, um, I mean. But, but you'll they're, find they're some really they're starting, talented players. They're starting the tank job for that number one pick right now. I mean, who? <laughs> you can, you, you can, can't tank for it? It's a lottery. Yeah, well. <laughs> just look you, at this year. You, who did you're you talking tank about, for this year? You're talking about improving your chances. Let's put it that way. And 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 and, and let's face it, we understand it's yeah, a lottery. Ask the Coyotes how improving their chances have been in 25 forget, years. For, forget. I'm not. I don't want to single out <laughs> specific teams here. Okay. I don't want to single out specific teams here. But you we... don't have to ask anybody. Look at your chances. <laughs> Believe me, the, the race for Connor Bedard is on. If, if, if one of these, and I'm not, once again, not trying to knock these players. I'm not. I'm not. But if, if, if one of these guys, if these, these guys, and with all due respect, they would be talking about, if, if, if any of these players were in that stratosphere, and I know Shane Wright was talked about forever, and the only time I've seen both of him and Bedard on the ice at the same time, we know who the better player was, yeah. and I'm not. And, and I'm not trying to knock right. He was the second best player on the ice in those couple of games. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely. just was just Bedard was just better. Um, but um, no, we have not. If 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 the, if that player exists in this realm, no one's heard. It, no one, no one's publicized it yet. Let's put it that way. Well, let's be honest. The coverage is not that great here as it is in Canada. Um, at, at fifteen and sixteen, no, it doesn't matter. If there was, if there was a, if there was a player that was in that realm, that Connor Bedard realm, you'd have heard of him. Yeah, but wouldn't you have to watch him first? Ooh, the, yeah. The I said scouts. It. Yeah. The scouts you, have already. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> you know this as well as I do. That if there was somebody, and I'm not just talking about U.S. players. If there was somebody at that level, because you've heard you heard about Shane Wright for years, you heard about Connor Bedard for years. Where are they both from, Paul? It doesn't matter if somebody yeah, was that good. If somebody yeah, was that good, listen, we heard about Bobby Carpenter for years. Yeah, but you, the problem with it is, is you don't these the American kids don't get the attention because of all the other sports going on down here that if, the Canadian kids get. So there's a listen, lot more eyeballs. I, 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 I get that. Eyeballs. 
to Canada. I get that, but so, if somebody was at that level, I'm just I'm going to assume. Well, I'm not going to say that they're at that level, but I'm not going to also say that they can't get to that level because they're developing, and that's yeah. what this is all about. So we'll see what happens. All I'm saying is, and I wasn't. Go- if you want to see some talented players, of young course. talented players, get to Colorado Springs, get the Ticketmaster, get your tickets, of course. get down there. And uh, and see what it's all about because this is a uh, this is an unbelievable opportunity for the what the new state of hockey is here in Colorado right now to get out and support um, a, an event that uh, is that if nothing else <laughs> enjoy that beautiful arena Ed yeah. Robeson Arena and get out yeah. of the heat for a little while uh, but anyway that's coming up so let's uh, let's jump on to the the big one and that is uh, we've talked about this before but it's close now. Um, I'm still debating whether I'll be there uh, to see any of these uh, practices because, as I said earlier, Paul, this is um, the best lineup of players I've seen for a world junior in the United States maybe ever. And I'm talking about 60 players in the depth. You look at guys like Josh Doan, Ty Murchison, that are going to have to fight and claw to, to crack this lineup. And yet we both know how good those two players are. Well, I mean, look at all these. I mean, you got enough players here to have an A team and and a, and a B team. And I don't mean A and B in terms of of all your of of one team would be better than the others. We're talking about two teams. If, if you made two teams, you, you, you would have two teams here capable of winning the whole tournament. Well, they're going to have two, maybe three teams in this evaluation camp, and you'll see that. You'll see uh, how competitive they are. But what I'm saying right now is if you, if you and I went through this a couple weeks ago on the show. Uh, we broke down pretty much the entire roster, and we're going like, how do you make this decision? And Chris Mayotte, uh, the head coach from Colorado College, a good friend of ours as well on the show, um, is going to be a part of that decision making, and don't think that Rand Pecknell is not looking closely. Oh, also oh, for the twenty twenty three team. Okay, first of all, there is nobody involved in this. I mean, there might be equals, but there is nobody involved in in, in this evaluation camp and 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 watching this turn that that is going to have it better than Rand Pecknell. Exactly. Because he's not going to have to wait a year no. to put these players on the ice for his turn at coaching the, uh, in, 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 in the 2023 tournament. I mean, he's going to get, you know, um, not only will he get to see these kids play um, less than six months before he's got to put a team together. He's going to get to see these guys play together. Under competition. In competition. Big um, time competition. There are, you know, a lot of these guys were drafted uh, in this past draft. Okay. Um, a lot of these guys, um, you know, maybe if you, uh, as I look at the, uh, I can't imagine these NHL teams not letting their kids play in this tournament. That would be silly. Yeah, I, I 
I don't think so. Because you're, you're, you know, you're, this is this this is better than any training camp. Yeah. And leads right into training camp for some of these guys. If they decide to sign, I mean, you have some guys here that were drafted in the 2020 draft and the 2021 draft. Okay, who might, you know, be going to training camps for these teams? Like, uh, I'll take one of your Bulldogs here, Wyatt Kaiser, drafted by the Blackhawks in the third round in the 2020 draft. That's a guy I could see heading out to um, wherever their AHL team is. I don't know. I don't pay. That's your job. Um, you know, I could see I could see him playing in this tournament, and going right to the camp, and then playing in the AHL next year. All yeah, right. I'd, I'd say that's a possibility. Um, whereas, say Brett Johnson who was drafted uh, by Washington in 2021. He'll have a head start on everybody going to to preseason over there at North Dakota because even with quote-unquote captain's practices, that's not as good as this. No, no, uh-uh. because everybody you know, on this roster is, uh, is, and that's where we started this conversation was just how deep it is. I mean, when I see a guy like, Josh Stone performing at a very high level. All indications are at the Coyotes camp, he was uh, pretty dominant. I saw a couple of highlights of some goals he scored. Um, he's gotten bigger, faster, stronger, uh, more comfortable. And if he's doing that with an NHL team and he can't make the uh, top 24 of this world junior team, how deep is that roster? And well, there's a chance that he won't. once again, once again, there's a chance that he might not make this the 2022 team. But once again, who else is watching this evaluation camp besides the 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 the, the you know the folks that are you know the folks that are watching you know the folks that are watching right now the the folks that are you know, putting together this camp here for, you know, uh, you know, with, with where, where Chris Mayotte and, and, and Nate Lehman, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we know they're watching, but we also know Rand Pecknold and whoever's going to be his assistants. And uh, uh, so we got, yeah, okay. So we got Pat Firstweiler at Western yep. Michigan. Yep. Um, Reed Cashman, the Dartmouth head coach. Um, we don't want to. Do we want to leave anybody out here? That I mean, you know, these guys are going to be at that camp too, and we know that because they'd be nuts if they weren't. Uh, I cannot imagine they're not going to be. Oh, of course they're going to be there. I mean, they're just—it's kind of their their run too. They have forty-four of their own invited to their summer showcase. Um, so. I mean, uh, and there's some guys that are going to age out, you know? Well, yeah, yeah this is, uh, we have the 60 guys here. We understand that, you know, and some of these guys definitely are going to age out, but that's kind of uh, where we're at, right? I mean, that's why this is not just about the 2022 World Juniors. This is about 2023. 
And that's why, you know, this evaluation camp is going to be nuts. Because you know every one of these guys that's not aging out knows that they're playing for a spot on the 2023 team. Yep. You are 100% correct. It's going to be a blast. Uh, I am hoping that I am able to get there. Uh, we'll see how things progress during this this week. But um, from here, Paul, it's 17 hours, I'm told. So that means a stop in Kansas City and another drive on to Ann Arbor and watch some hockey and get on back. But, uh, wow. I, you know, to I'm, me, that's, a, that's is, nothing. I've yeah, but, you know, this is what happens. Two nine-hour you know, days. No you know, time. they don't let me out. You don't let me out of the basement, so... <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, I, I think that's going to be exciting. Uh, as we know, that begins, I believe, August 5th. The uh, actual tournament itself or? Uh, yeah, when the, will they, the evaluation camp and then, oh, the 9th, August 9th to the 20th. And well, no, the schedule start. well, yeah, okay. Uh, and then yeah, the, the, uh, the schedule starts on August 9th. Once and then again, the 2023 tournament. Uh, will be held in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and uh, New Brunswick. Yeah, that's uh, d- very East Coast Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that that they. Uh, How far is that from you? Can we send you up there? New Brunswick. <laughs> um, are you sending me with uh, with a with a rolling fire? Because. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, just checking because you said very East Coast Canada. So well, yeah, very East Coast yeah. Canada. I mean, but that's a little different than East Coast U.S., right? Um, more or less, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, oh, I can get a. So, I anyway, mean, you're talking about even might even be ahead of Eastern time. Well, here's my thought. You know, the uh, we wanted to do this show, or I wanted to do this show tonight for uh, analytics and eyeballs and uh, and all of that um, because of these three events and I, and one of them being right here in Colorado, uh, the other one, the big one, being um, a lot of players that are going to be in our coverage, whether it be AHL or uh, NCAA this season. And then, of course, the Helinka Gretzky Cup is just uh, is it's just a stand of its own, you know. So I thought it was good to talk about that. I do want to wrap up the show today, though, about talking a little bit. I sent you a tweet from the Avalanche, uh, two minutes and fifty seconds of uh, one of the players in the development camp. They strapped a GoPro on him as they went up Manitoba Incline. Uh, down by Colorado Springs. Yeah, hold and, on a second. Uh, hold on, hold on. I hold found on. it hilarious. I found it hilarious. Well, it's funny because I there's no way they would get me to do that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but keep in mind the quality of athlete you're talking about here. They're climbing up this mountain, and they're all going like, "This is yeah, insane. No, this no. is the hardest thing I've ever done." And then one of them says, "I hear it's even harder going down." <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, I mean, not happening. Uh, just not going to happen at all here. It's just not going to work. Not, we're not doing that in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, and, and here's the thing. I'm going to give a little tease for uh, for Thursday's show, too, because um, Stephen Marsh got out and had a chance to visit with Connor Ford after his development camp with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. And 
one of the things that, that Connor said he learned the most, and keep in mind, Connor went to four years at Bowling Green and spent another year at North Dakota. He said one of the things that he learned and enjoyed the most was the off-ice stuff that they did in Vegas, where they learned about you know managing their money and dealing with the media and doing this and that, but also getting out and seeing, you know, uh, children and going to hospitals and those types of things. So every team's got their own little thing. I know the Coyotes, I don't know if they did it this year or not, but they used to climb Camelback Mountain, um, which, of course, doing the incline here in in southern Colorado is uh, much different than Camelback Mountain. But still, um, I think that's pretty cool that the NHL teams are incorporating a day of that and not just all hockey all the time. Well, I, I think that part of this is uh, is has de- has evolved over the years, where you're trying to build a a a feel for your organization by everybody. You know, and we know how important, honestly, that. That'll, that the atmosphere in the locker room has become more and more important over time. More and more important over time and, and how important that is to winning teams. And this, and then I guess, and this is where it starts, right? I mean, with, with these kinds of, with these kinds of, of, of things, these sort of team building and team bonding events yeah yeah you're you're 100% right you know I mean this is pretty um, pretty simple Um, and like I said it's evolved over time Um, that's what I was that's what I was telling you about um, but I still that's crazy I'm whatever Hanging by I think you'd like that. That's that's why I thought I'd send it to you. But you look at a guy like I, I know Taylor McCarr was on there quite a bit, and uh, you know he knows what to expect. This is his second camp, and uh, he's got a brother that's pretty well in shape, and and kind of knows the, uh, <laughs> the ins and outs of development camp. Um, and still, Taylor was going like, "This is crazy. This is really crazy." Um, <laughs> But anyway, I just thought that was uh, really amusing, and a big thanks to the Avalanche for doing that. I thought that was a, a very cool thing to do. Um, and like I said, every team does it. Um, there's some changes going on in the Barracuda. Not only they're getting their own uh, a brand new building, but they've yep. got some new coaches. So we'll talk about that on Thursday night on the uh, Pro Hockey West Report. Um, the Kings had a pretty cool thing. They sent some of their guys down to the to the beach to play beach volleyball. That's pretty LA style. See, right? Yeah, well, that's okay. That's that's not hanging by a string over a over a, over a friggin' <laughs> canyon. That's nuts. <laughs> string. They they climbed up steps. There's yeah, steps up that incline. <laughs> yeah. At some point there was a string involved in that. I, I did think it was funny too that one of them, I can't remember who it was, was somebody going like, Wow, this is a great view. Look how far down that is. <laughs> yeah, that not happening. Uh, anyway, that that was uh, that was that. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is uh, when we had Leanne on last night, you could tell her excitement for that new building. Um, let, let's not sugarcoat it. That building is going to be phenomenal. It, it's going right. to be, um, as I've been saying for years now, the crowning jewel of 
of college hockey in the West. And, uh, you know, you and I talked, there's no, there's no surprise in the fact that coach powers has what nine guys at development camp, uh, that are currently on his roster and Denver had theirs. And, uh, you know, the other teams in our, in our, uh, coverage area are trying to catch up. Right. But get, they're setting the standard, right. They're, they're setting yeah. the goals for what it takes to become an NCAA national championship. And if anybody thinks that Arizona state's not going to challenge down the road, I don't know if it'll be this year. It could be, but down the road, they are going to continue to challenge every single year. And they don't shy away from competition on the road or at home. Um, and that just is going to make you better. Leanne said all of her freshmen were already there. I'm guessing her whole team was there. Um, well, the ones the that weren't at development camps anyway. Yeah, but they were at they were at ASU before they went to development camp. And then I'm sure they're coming back because uh, this is when you get your time to work with that strength and conditioning coach and get stronger. It was it was funny when she when I asked her one of her favorite things to do, and she said, "Pull airplanes." <laughs> yeah, well, do you blame her? I mean, <laughs> that's pretty unique. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, there'll be a couple of players in Plymouth, but uh, for the most part, I'm sure they're all there already, uh, in one way, shape, or form. Uh, if they haven't gotten back from their development camps yet, uh, they probably will be in the next few days. So. The other thing oh. I think is pretty cool, too, and you, you, you see this a lot with with hockey players in general, uh, not to knock any other sports, but, you know, my affection for hockey players and the way they handle themselves. Almost every one of those kids, if not every one of those kids, um, put out a tweet that expressed uh, appreciation for the club, allowing them to be there for the week and how much fun and how much learning was done. And I thought, that's pretty classy. That's pretty classy when you're a young kid and uh, – and are savvy enough to put that out there. Yeah, I don't. I also don't know if the other sports do this. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, the, but, the, yeah, well, that's it. I mean, you know, I mean, I get baseball stuff on my Twitter feed, and some football, not ASU based. I mean, the ASU stuff I get all of it, but um, or a lot of it, but you know, the, you know, I'm not. Uh, I don't think baseball does it, but they have the minor leagues. Um, I don't think basketball, and we know football doesn't. They have OTAs and all that other nonsense, but those are for guys that are drafted and free agents that are signed and guys that are done playing college. Yeah. Not yeah. like hockey. No, not like hockey. But so, I, I just give a lot of credit to those whether they, whether the other teams can do it or can't do it, I give a lot of credit to these guys for uh, taking the initiative to do that. I'm sure their advisors are telling them, uh, make sure you do it. That would be crazy if they didn't. They wouldn't be much of an advisor. But for the most yeah, part, that, that's pretty classy. And you know, uh, you've been around enough of them, and I've certainly been around enough of these college kids to know that, um, that they're, they're pretty savvy. And they, uh, they know what to say and when to say it. And uh, for the most part, um, there's an exception or two out there, I understand, in the draft area <laughs> that maybe weren't quite as savvy. But for the most part, they understand uh, the future and what it's going to take to get to the future. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, they watch enough press conferences. They get told enough. So anyway, that that was it. That's what I wanted to get off my chest before we ended the show is the fact that 
analytics and eyeballs tonight was dedicated towards uh, Team USA and the uh, three major junior tournaments coming up all within the next 60 days. Um, probably less than that. Less than 60 days. days. More like <laughs> six weeks. They're all done in 60 days. <laughs> yeah, more like six weeks. Um, two things for accuracy's sake. Uh, Nova Scotia is indeed the Atlantic time zone, which is an hour ahead of Eastern time. Oh, goodness. Now i got to figure out another time zone. No, just worry. They'll, they'll always put down Eastern time. This is what I okay. tell you. Eastern okay. time zone. <laughs> so then i got to go the other direction one hour. What? Well, don't even worry about it. Whatever it is on Eastern, it'll, and that'll be I'll just, when they'll I'll be on TV. I'll part of it then or what? That's, that's <laughs> when they'll be on TV. Uh, the other thing is, um, and I just wanted to mention this again, I don't know. Um, you know, this has an ASU and a Las Vegas connection. And I know we've mentioned it before, but I want to mention it again. Um, former ASU defenseman Joey Ratz, um, who was an early uh, big-minute player in the first few years of the ASU program. Um, he's got a GoFundMe page uh, for treating his rare testicular cancer. Uh, that's R-A-A-T-S if you want to look up his name. Okay. Um, if you can, if you can't put, donate any money, spread the word. Spread the word, spread some prayers. Yeah, yeah Joey, um, Joey's a great kid. Uh, I had a chance to be around him quite a bit that, that first couple of years. He was at Arizona State. You know, so I don't want to, uh, like I said, I mean, obviously, um, you know, there is, uh, you know, there's, there's, it's coming from a lot of different angles. I know the team he was playing for uh, in England has uh, put out the word. Uh, so once again, uh, if you can spread the word at least, uh, if you can throw a couple of bucks in, even better. Uh, but, you know, please, um, at minimum, spread the word like we're trying to do here. So, um, just keep that. Well in said. Mind. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you put that out there because uh, it hadn't slipped my mind. But I was just. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. Let's just put it that way. So, anyway, right, there you go. Away. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs has been brought to you by Drury Inns and Suites, Drury Plaza Lake Buena Vista, the newest official Disney World hotel is booking now for stays starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to our $60 a month plan, which includes an Amazon Prime membership. Uh, see one of the stores for details. Buy Summer Skates. Whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See SummerSkates.com for more information. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do see the website for our three valley locations and more liberty university strengthen your faith and your game at the premier acha m1 program on the east coast at liberty.edu jesse ray's barbecue 5611 south valley view boulevard in las vegas where our food can be summed up in one word perfection i am drive supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Peterson Toyota, staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins, 
works hard to make sure you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at JetsPizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs in all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts, all one word, and download and subscribe. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I'll say a big thank you to uh, everyone that helps put everything together for us. The website looking great. Um, visited with some friends recently that uh, asked about getting some swag. So if you'd like, you can go to the website, IceTimeHockeyWest.com, click on the Squad Locker tab, and uh, order out just about anything you want, custom logoed uh, in the colors that we offer and the logos that we offer. So we appreciate that. Uh, tomorrow night, Paul and I will be back with College Hockey West Live. Wednesday night, Stephen Marsh and I will be back with the Great West College Hockey Podcast. And, of course, Thursday night, 7.30 Mountain Time. If you have not subscribed yet, uh, I urge you to get to the YouTube channel for Pro Hockey West Report. Nick Maxson, Stephen Marsh, and myself will uh, bring you the latest in uh, professional hockey in the western half of the United States. So we'll say goodnight for little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. And uh, wish everybody a wonderful good night. Good night. Good night, everybody.